Lights the Fight is back. We took a year off. At least it feels like a year. <laughs> I'm your host, David Kozlowski. I'm Heidi Swap. We are officially, well, she's back. I was mentally gone. She was physically gone. <laughs> Which is pretty typical. I mean. Pretty typical. Pretty typical. <laughs> well, thanks for rejoining us here with Light the Fight. I uh, want to, first of all, apologize. Um, you know, we went four months strong without missing any episodes a week or anything like that. And the plan was to continue on even when Heidi was gone for two weeks. Well, we'll get into it a little bit more as the podcast goes on today, but um, some stuff happened last David week. David let us down. This I let you happened. guys down. Um, <laughs> on a scale from one to 10, I am a failure. And I let everybody down by not coming to the studio simply because I didn't feel like doing it and I was throwing a temper tantrum. Well, I want you to know that I actually recorded a podcast with another lady in Australia. So we'll be able to link that up when it's ready, but her name is Wendy. She's a she's an, from India, but migrated to Australia when she was 15, and we talked a lot about mental illness. What did I-, <laughs> I think we got a good tagline there: mental illness. Mental illness. That was a Freudian. Met, out of Some all kind these of- years. <laughs> Hey, we need to trademark that mental illness. <laughs> www.mentalhealthness.com. Trademark Ricky Bobby. Anyway, we talked about mental wellness down under. No, that's not as fun, but okay. <laughs> and um, and it was interesting. So you know, maybe we'll be able to link to the. It's called Wendy's Way when that comes live. So one of us was working. <laughs> well, all joking aside, I was just playing when I said that. I didn't come in because I didn't feel like it, and I was throwing a temper tantrum. Um, last week, I needed a, a mental health week. Um, unfortunately, I had some clients in some very, very dire, dire situations. Um, a very, very serious suicide attempt where um, the young woman was, uh, yeah, she was she was barely holding on, let's put it that way. I'm happy to announce, though, even though I can't share anything specific about this young woman, that she is safe now. She's having a healthy recovery. And it was nothing short of a miracle. Um, you know, Heidi, I reached out and talked to you about it because uh, Heidi actually uh, has met this young woman a couple times and has met her parents. And so, um, you know, no one's going to understand and have more empathy than uh, Heidi's going to have in these situations. So after talking with Heidi last week, um, she gave me the green light to not come and do the podcast because there's some other things that was going on as well with some of my clients, but just kind of one of those weeks. Mom's out there, dad's out there. Have you ever had those weeks where you're like, you know, I don't care about mom of the year award anymore. <laughs> I think I'm going to take this week off. Now, well, hopefully it- you still leave some cereal out and some milk that's not too bad when you take a week off. But for me, I did not take a week off of my kids. I just took a week off of just talking about this deep stuff. I, I just, honestly, guys, I think I would have really sucked. I think I would have came in here and given like the worst advice. Like, you know, if you don't like your kid, you know, you can emancipate them. Here's the process. We'll send you the links <laughs> online. And you know, really, you, you have to Wait, 17. Wait, no, we better not give anybody any of those. Yeah, exactly. Ideas. I would have been given some really bad advice about it came on last week. I would have told people, you know, maybe you should divorce them. You know, they don't deserve you. Well, but let's put this into perspective. So we normally record on Tuesdays. We kind of have our standing recording night and last week on this same evening which also happens to be um when i was away i was in i was traveling in australia and a big event actually was taking off here in our community first type of an event of this kind 
anyway, so instead of coming in and recording, you just talked to 300 people. Yeah, um, I, we were kind of thinking about pulling out some of the recording, recording equipment and recording some people at the event. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out. And part of the reason why is because there's just a Wasn't lot there of people a DJ there. Involved? And it was my idea to get a DJ. So if, if you're ever at one of my events, you know there'll be some, some DJing going on. But uh, <laughs> the DJ next to us would have made it really hard to record. He would have to play it really softly and would not have been doing his job if he's playing That's music right. really soft. But no, it was a great event. It was uh, sponsored by um, a local Chick-fil-A. So basically what happened was um, the event was um, in the honor of a young man. And this young man, unfortunately, um, has recently passed away uh, from a local high school here, Harriman High School. And he was, uh, the, unfortunately, the, the last, or not just unfortunately, but he was the last young person to uh, pass away due to suicide um, this school year. And um, his parents, you know. So his name is Nicholas Swint. Yeah. And I think that it's okay to say his name and share his legacy. Yeah, and I was going to get to that. Um, but it kind of wanted, you know, it's, it's it's one of those conversations. Heidi can jump right quicker to that sort of thing. She's got the street cred. Or I have to kind of slowly massage the conversation. <laughs> Heidi just, well, I can say whatever I want to say. <laughs> Even when she can't say it, she still thinks she can say it. But anyways. Um, <laughs> But the event was a really great event, um, and we were – well, when I say we, we were honored, and I'll explain why. So what had happened was a lot of the young men's friends had worked at this local Chick-fil-A, and um, a strong community of his friends were there, and they really wanted to do something to honor their friend, and they wanted to have it go to the parents. And the parents said, you know, we're doing good. We would love it to be in honor of our son, but let's pick a local charity to um to support with uh the proceeds that come from the event and uh you know that local chick-fil-a they, they do a lot of local events and they said that they would love to do a charity and the the beneficiary of the charity which is the nonprofit i started quit tripping i've talked about before on the podcast um we got to have our teenagers there hanging out talking to other teenagers but the uniqueness about this event and heidi and i really liked uh what the organization um, or this, what this local Chick-fil-A did and what the family talked about as well, making this a connection event. You know, the, the proudest moment that I had in this event is we're doing this event in honor of this young man. We had booths outside. We were talking about, um, so a couple organizations were represented there, Quit Trippin', who we put on social support groups, um, End Circle, which is a great organization here um, for that helps uh, youth and families of the LGBTQ community um, have a safe place, uh, um, a safe house for them to hang out and have activities and get counseling and therapy and just family support in general. And then also uh, the Save UT app, which was another organization here in the state of Utah, where it's an app where you can text, call, um, get 24-hour uh, mental health and crisis support, or you can give a tip about someone that you believe is in struggling, that you believe is struggling. So, um, you know, it was all these great organizations that were benefiting from it. And after the event though, um, the biggest highlight for me was I had about an hour conversation with uh, Nick's family after the event. I got to know his brothers, I got to know his mom and his dad. But the biggest crowning achievement of the whole entire event was, I, I just asked him, I said, well, what did you guys think? And they said, you know what? Nick would have loved to come here tonight. He would have hung out here with his friends. See all those kids over there? A lot of these people were his friends. And the dad went on to say because he felt that it was a place to connect and teenagers were writing down ideas, what they thought the community could do to help out. 
the dad felt it was very proactive. It was very, let's focus on a solution. And he said to me, he said, you know, my, my son's not coming back and it's time for us to move forward. And some days we can move forward pretty quickly, some days not so quickly. So he thanked us for doing the event. He thanked the local Chick-fil-A, all the young people who volunteered to help out, all of your friends, Heidi, that volunteered to help out. And just the end of the night to have that conversation with those, with that young man's parents and his, and his little brothers and have them say, our son would have loved to have been here. I, I was like, all right, I'm good. Mic drop, walk away. Like, I, I, you can't top that. That's all we wanted. And so when we talked about before on our podcast numerous times now, when I have those conversations where I say, I don't want to talk about suicide, I always have to restate myself and explain what I mean by that. I'm not saying that I do not want to help people choose life and to work on suicide prevention because it's actually what I do. What I was saying by that is in certain situations, I think it's a lot better off if we talk about what we can do with this information, um, how we can turn this hurt and pain into something that's going to change things. Because doing what we've always done, everybody knows you're going to get what you've always got. We've made a lot of great progress on keeping young people safe, and we need to make a whole lot better progress in keeping young people safe. So I, I really wish, I know Heidi was really missing out and wishing she could be there. I and actually had FOMO, which is rare for me to Wow. Have. I, it is. I, so if you don't know, I'm just going to clarify. FOMO means it's an acronym for fear of missing out, which is really what a lot of people feel, particularly on social media. <laughs> <laughs> and I have something, I usually have something that we like to, to term as JOMO, yeah. which is joy of missing out. Joy of missing out. <laughs> I usually like it when um, I miss out. But I I was watching it from afar. I was getting texts and photos from people who were there. Um, and and it was it was making me super emotional. Um, I happened to know the several of the kids in that friend group that lost Nick and um, they've been struggling you know it's a group of boys and I think that they were they were super close they were not um, they knew that Nick was struggling it it wasn't um, a big secret that Nick was struggling. But that doesn't matter. You still are you still lose somebody. You still wish you could do more. You still wonder how you could have made things go different. And um, when I watched I was watching those boys in that friend group like spray paint their names and helping Nick's brothers spray paint their names. Um, and I don't know if you saw them in the photos, and if you if you didn't see them in the photos, you got to go back and look, but they, they did it like a crossword puzzle. They did their names. I don't know who came up with that idea. It was a good idea. <laughs> so give a little, like, paint the picture for everybody. So. so Well, first of all, what we're talking about is at the event, um, thanks to Heidi, we um, did this cool thing called Spray Chalk, where you could take you know stencils and different letters and shapes and basically you can just write someone's name and the whole entire point of the event is wh where do you draw strength from 
Like, well, like what, what inspires you? What motivates you? And so people were putting down a friend's name or a quote or a saying. And so Karen. And it, it takes a minute. Like it takes yeah. a, it takes some commitment to use. It's a craft. It's an activity. It's not like a one it done, is. like two seconds. And from thing. what I understood from my husband who um, was also giving me feedback, it was like 98 degrees, 128 degrees on the pavement. Yeah, it was over 100 degrees, <laughs> and it was at like six o'clock at night. It was so very it was hot. Not, Hottest day of the summer. It was not an ideal circumstance to kneel on the ground and spray paint. And if you've ever seen videos of me spray painting, I wear skateboarding knee pads and gloves, and and these people didn't have. You their look like you're doing roller derby I'm like, afterwards, right? I'm, I mean, I take this seriously, and so. Um, these kids didn't have that luxury, but so, so we have like all the alphabets, they come up, they request what they want, the letters, and then they spell out their name. And then it works like, like spray paint, but it's actually chalk. So you can spray it off with like a pressure washer. So anyway, um, the, these boys call themselves the hazards and they all have like four by fours and their thing was to go and camp and four wheel and that was kind of their um passion as a as a group still is um so they i just thought it was awesome that they put the name of their group and then all around it they they spray painted their names so hazards was in one color and then their names were all in the same color but you know how a crossword puzzle like you do one vertical, vertical and one horizontal, and then the names were all linked between letters. And I think that they even let Nick's little brother and Connor, my Connor, a couple other special people link their names in with the hazards. Um, and then those boys stood and took pictures with that. Nick Nick's name was there, and... Um, I don't know. It did, it did my heart good because I know, I know that when we speak their names and we hold their pictures and we shine a light on them, that we can draw strength from them rather than maybe being too afraid to say their names or hold up their pictures. So I thought that was, I thought that was good. And I was sad to be missing it. <laughs> well, you know, um, it, we had a, the cool drone footage. Yeah. It was really cool. And, and we'll post that shortly. Just, it was kind of cool. How it went from the group of people at the very end of the event. It was like an hour after the event was over, there's still a bunch of people there and, Drone just kind of had his family, friends, and just kind of went up really high. It it surveyed the whole entire sunset in the valley, and then came back down and and came back into everybody. It was it was pretty cool, and it and I just the fact that the family was happy, the fact that there's so many teenagers from the community that came out. It I was mean, just, they got free food. Well, they got so free that was food. A, that was a win win. <laughs> the, the free food for teens got them there, but. It was just a cool conversation that kept people around. Yeah. People hung out for hours. So, 
Like, you know, they would have left and went on to do something else. At first, the teenagers were a little shy, but once more of them started to come, then they just started flowing over to the DJ's booth, and it just it just became a regular hangout. It just happened to have a very important meaning to it. Which I think, you know, that was one of the things that I talked to you about right after Corey died, and we talked about, like, suicide events. And you guys, nobody wants to go to a suicide event, even if you're struggling or you've had someone who struggles. That is just like, let's go and I'll be sad together. It scares me to death and I'm I'm in this group right I'm in this club I hate it when people call it a club but they do um and I thought from the beginning like why can't we have a more positive (laughs) I I don't know so to me this was a way that there's Chick-fil-a food and there was cookies from what I understand and a DJ and Graffiti. (laughs) (laughs) PG graffiti. PG graffiti. Um, And that's what I think is amazing. That is evolution. And and the importance, and we're not trying to diminish the importance of suicide events. No, no. Um, And And I'm sorry if it sounded like that. No, no. It's just hard. I was just saying that coming from someone who's lost a child suicide, no one wants to be motivated to want to be at a suicide event (laughs) like the fact that you want to go to this event and you want to support it and you want to be there that means it's affected you in some way shape or form family friend loved one um just like most causes that you're around and supporting there's usually some sort of hurt and pain that puts you in that side on that side of the fence where you're a part of that community and so just the just these things that I think that we're looking forward to creating now is we're looking to create opportunities for young people to be connecting versus wondering why young people are having a hard time connecting. But let me tell you what was something that was kind of cool. You know, I'm seen in Australia, and right after that event, I headed to New Zealand. So I had the opportunity to talk to families that women that were in Australia and New Zealand, and you know what people were saying to me? We need something like this here. Like, this is an epidemic that we're facing, and nobody's talking about it. And it's being swept under the rug. And, and I mean, obviously, the people that I was talking to in Australia and New Zealand are my, my fans. Yeah. People who have followed me for a lot of years, who knew Corey, who knew my story, and are now listening to the podcast and seeing this perspective and this shift that's happening in my conversation and um, with, like, the fight... And I think that as we talk about this and as we do our thing and as you people, no matter where you live, you do your thing, we're going to change the tide on the conversation, on opening up doors, on destigmatizing and stopping this whole shameful, it's not okay, there's something wrong with you if you feel this way, um, negativity, you, you know. Um, so... That gave me all the feels as well. So it was well, good. So we, I forgive you for not <laughs> recording last week. Well, it was a crazy. So that whole entire day to get the event ready, and then I get home. I couldn't sleep that night, and that's when the very urgent messages from a couple different people who were, um, you know, one attempted suicide and one was right there. And so all happened within like eight hours of each other. And then the ripple effect of all the things that happened after that. So, um, yeah, it was definitely a very good, had a, high, a lot of highs and some definite huge lows, but fortunately both those girls are safe and they're going to be okay now. Um, but 
kind of transitioning on and, and talking about, you know, making a change and, and having some different conversations. Heidi and I have been mentioning for a little while now that we're going to do something crazy like a workshop. And I told Heidi, okay, let's do a workshop, but you realize we're going to have to not craft at part of that workshop. I don't understand how to have a workshop and not have She was like, it. she was like, okay, I got a good idea how we can craft the parent-teen experience. Like, so we're going to just break a bunch of plates and try to throw glitter on it. Like, she's like, no, but that was, that'd be a good exercise to get people, let their anger out. Um, no, but we're excited to announce um, the very uh, upcoming, soon-to-be, uh, first uh, workshop. And so I've, Heidi talked to you a little bit more about that, dates and times. And uh, when you hear this, uh, it'll probably be 4th of July or the day after 4th of July. And you'll be hearing a whole lot more about this coming up in the next month. But Heidi, why don't you go and give us a little bit of a background about our first event. We've been talking about it, but now that we got it up and running, what can people expect? Okay. So first of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about what it is and what it isn't. So it's not a scrapbook event, which is sad. <laughs> so we might have to someday. Doesn't mean you won't be signing <laughs> scrapbooking things right. and giving them away. <laughs> That's right. We're going to have some giveaways. No. So earlier this year and um, even up to a year ago, David and I um, joined together and did a community event that was called the F First Responder, which is really what we've talked about here on this podcast. We've talked about it a couple of times, um, particularly in the intro and also in our in our second or fourth, I don't know. Now, now I'm starting to get hazy. I used to know exactly which number we had talked about what. Um, but that was an event. It was about three hours long. We took questions and um, talked to let people talk. We talked about this concept of being a first responder instead of a first overreactor. Um, we had people register for spots, but it was free. And it was an amazing experience. And it's a very, very small, very narrow topic. And even though we talk a lot, I think both of them were around three hours, um, intending on maybe being an hour and a half and kind of spilling over. Um, and our hope is that we will be invited to do more of those first responder events. It's kind we, of like our introductory to get, our, get your feet wet to you know, our approach to things. Right. And we do have another one scheduled and we'll make sure that if you haven't noticed, we have a new website. It's a baby still. Um, it's but cute baby. it's a cute baby on the events page. We will be able to tell you, um, we have one in the books and, and I don't have the dates in front of me, so I can't tell you, but that in that event, it's, it's an awesome explanation of, of where we start it it kind of creates a foundation it's um, and I think it's information that every parent should know every administrator every coach every babysitter every leader should know that information um, but it's just the entry introduction level right what we what this workshop is going to be and it's we have a date. It's August 10th and 11th. It will be here in Salt Lake at an event center called NOAA's in South Jordan. And it's a two-day. It spans two-day, but it's really kind of a day and a half. So full day, day on Friday. Day in the morning. Yeah. Well, that's still half a day. Yeah. <laughs> day and a half, 
Um, so Friday all day, lunch will be included in that. And then Saturday morning um, until from nine till noon. So a total of 11 hours that we'll have together. And this, we're really actually um, only addressing one topic. But the topic is so broad and so important and so critical that it would take us, like it could be its own podcast, honestly, this one topic. And as we have discussed, well, you know, I've kind of been the driving force of, of our topic episode um, topics because I've wanted them to come to you in kind of a way that they made sense to me. And David has been kind enough to let me kind of unravel my journey in that particular order. And as we've come to this topic, I haven't really known how to approach it in an episode. We've touched on it a little bit, but it needs more time and it needs interactiveness. It needs discussion. It needs openness. And that's why we are experimenting. Um, and I smile when I say this is an experiment because this is really out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm now you guys can understand when she's saying we're experimenting. I've been talking about this for years. <laughs> this is not an <laughs> she's experiment the one's I'm not making this stuff up. It's like, okay, what should we talk about today with everybody for the next three hours? It is the experiment of to take all this stuff and put it in a linear order because getting to the topic that she's talking about is the topic of parents and people who run families. You have no idea the power of your influence over everyone in the family from your spouse to your kids. And so that's the focal point of this workshop because when we talk about being like, it's called, you know, optimizing your influence. When, when you want to optimize your influence in the most important relationships of your life, there is an actual system. There's a lot of good memes on social media. There's a lot of good things that you can do, a lot of good books and, and a lot of great like therapeutic approaches. But this system that you're going to be entering into becoming an influencer is me taking the core of all the things that have worked 100% of the time, all the time with parents and their kids and their spouses. We take those things and we give you the information about what it is to be an influencer. And it seems like such a basic thing because we hear it all the time uh, in media, like an influencer, an influencer. But when you are someone who has great influence over the people around you, it really means you have power. But the influence we're going to teach you is the type of power where people, aka your kids, the people in your family, they want to follow you. You're not forcing them to follow you. You're not convincing them. You're not blackmailing them. You're not buying their love because we all know what happens and they won't love you <laughs> once that thing fades away or they need something else. Um, so understanding what it really means to have power, aka influence over your loved ones, how to use that power. And then once you learn how to use that power, being able to model that for other people in your family, because you got, you know, lower management people, your teenagers, if you got teenagers, your oldest kids, those might be upper management. <laughs> right. uh, I feel really bad if your teenagers, your upper management of well, your family business. Well, but they business. are, dang it. They but they are. are. And you don't want disgruntled employees. <laughs> Last thing you want is a bunch of kids going against you. So 
as you model this for your kids, they can model it for their younger kids. And ideally, like I said, this is this this is what makes the cake bake. Like these it. are the things. These are absolutely. I, we hint towards them in our podcast. We give you a little bit of stuff. When you guys ask us the DM questions, I'm sitting there looking at Heidi and like, man, dude, that, that could be three episodes right there. <laughs> so for us, you know, we're giving you Friday. We're giving you Saturday morning. Saturday morning is going to be the cherry on the top. That's going to be where we're going to actually put you guys together as parents, not like to necessarily have like your own therapy group, but put you guys together in parents and have an experience so that you can then take that experience and go home and duplicate it with your kids. And if you guys have listened to this podcast, you know, all my advice, all my suggestions, this ain't cheesy counseling. How does that make you feel type therapy stuff? <laughs> this is street family therapy on the go. Did you just say street? Street family therapy. Oh, <laughs> this is this is street, street family right. therapy yeah, yeah, yeah. on I the like go. It. This yeah. is, you know, this is like got to get through, boom, 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 you know, get through the line. I mean, because we talked about it's 20, 2018, you know, 18.0 parenting, the evolution of parenting. You have to be able to do it at a much faster and efficient rate. So it means you got to update your app. So all you parents out there that have read great books, that have um, listened to great blogs, maybe you've gone to other great seminars about how to be the, the best parent you could be, this and that and the other, that's great. Take everything that you've learned, bring it to our seminar and we're just going to teach you a little bit more and how to do it in a more realistic way in 2018. I don't even think that I have anything to add to that. I love it. I'm so excited. I re I'm scared. I admit. This is always me being like hesitant and worried. You guys realize three <laughs> out of that 11 hours is going to be Heidi's personal counseling sessions. <laughs> She's going to be asking you guys, so what do you guys think? What's wrong with me? Like, seriously though, like, I'm okay, right? Maybe, no? Oh, like, you guys God. love me, right? This is, <laughs> it makes me nervous because I, and I actually, every time I stand up to like speak to a crowd, I always say, I feel, I weirdly feel more comfortable when people have scissors in their hands. Than when they don't, which is, it, you know. We're going to, you guys just, says that? hey, if you guys want just, you know, be pr worth just the price. Just bring your crafting supplies and put it on your table so that we feel more comfortable. It's going to be worth the price of admission. Because like Heidi said, we've done stuff for free, but this is something that, you know, you're going to have to pay for. But it's going to be worth the price of admission. If you guys come just to hear how we open up the workshop, it's going to start <laughs> off with Heidi saying, hi, my name is Heidi Swap. I'm a shameaholic. I've been in recovery for two hours now. Because <laughs> I took a nap for the past two hours, so I wasn't shaming myself then. Exactly. Anyway, I, I'm really excited to see how this comes together. I'm honored to be a part of it. And I know that it's like this information is life-changing, family-changing, parent-evolving stuff. And, um, you know, I wish that we could package it up in a smaller, easier way, but some investment is going to have to go into this. And I was especially touched, um, again, while I was away. I got a lot of messages while I was away. And one of the messages came from somebody that you've actually counseled before, David. Yeah, just make sure you don't say their name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I already shared it. A little bit. I oh, shared a little touch of it. Okay. Well, and she posted it. Okay. All right. She posted ahead. it out. I just can't share names. Yeah. I'm you, sworn to secrecy. Unlike Heidi. I just <laughs> say whatever I want. Anyway. She's not sworn to secrecy. This particular person um, came onto her 
uh, Facebook page and is friends with a number of people that I'm friends with, but I'm not actually friends with her at this point. Anyway, and she was given a shout out to, to light the fight. And she was saying that, um, that her son had struggled for a number of years that you had worked with them and they'd had, to, they'd gone through some really hard things that she mentioned yeah. in her post. And then she said something to the effect of people, you don't know how lucky you are that you're getting this information for free. Um, obviously that was coming from a mom who's paid you for hour after hour <laughs> after hour. And you know what, honestly, and I think we've even said this before on the podcast, when you're a mom and I'm sure some of you listening right now, moms and dads who are worried about their kids, who are lost, you don't know what to do, you don't know what the next step is, you kind of show up to David, and this was me, take my money, charge me, do you want to charge me in advance? Like, I'll, I'll pay a retainer? I, I didn't know what to do. I Can I call you 24-7? Like, that would be an extra 10 grand? Yeah, I was willing to pay whatever... Because I, I was so scared, frightened, worried, and um, I do continue to be very thankful for the time that David spends with us here on this podcast. Because he doesn't have to do it; he's got plenty um, <laughs> of people that he needs to, to talk to all day. And and when he comes here, usually at the end of a Tuesday, um, he kind of has to hype himself up to get back on the microphone. And um, so I know that we're very lucky here at Light the Fight to have his expertise. And our passion is to get this information to as many people as possible. But parents, especially those of you who are lucky enough to be locals, if you're not lucky enough to be local, consider getting in your car and driving here, getting on a Southwest flight or, or whatever it takes. Um, in order to have 11 hours with David, you'd be upwards of, of $1,300. So what we're charging at this event, we're, and I'll just put it right out there, it's $300 per person, unless there's two of you that come together, and we're actually knocking $100 off if you come together. That was primarily um, targeted at co-parenting units. Um, because we do believe that when parents are on the same page, they're going to have more influence together. Um, but if you're not coming, that doesn't mean you can't bring a friend. That doesn't mean that you can't bring your own parent <laughs> um, or somebody that you know is going through some difficult times. But I'm here to tell you that, yes, we are charging, and yes, it is a chunk. It, is, it will be worth every penny and every ounce of your time. Your time is way more valuable than, than what you're actually paying. And um, anyway, maybe I'll sneak in like some washi tape so that everybody <laughs> can, can have something. No, actually, we are going to make some cool swag bags. No, I know. Yeah, we're going to have some cool stuff. And also, too, if, if it's absolutely out of the equation – uh, we saw a few people post already that they're going to be out of town. They wish they could make it. Um, a couple of people from Texas, from Arizona, 
will come to you. So th this is just our first one. We're going to be doing this um, as here, long as here it's locally. successful, David. As long as we can. Well, like I said, <laughs> there's a couple people that messaged up. So what does it have to take to get us out there? I said, well, if you have a number of people that you think will show up and um, you know talk to us, and we'd be happy to set up the arrangements and talk about like how how we can make that work. But if you really want a high probability of getting us out there, look at your map and your location. If you're within an hour of a beach with good surf, <laughs> you're going straight to the top oh, of the list. Oh, sorry, you Arizona people. You so just got anyone, shut any down. people, Hawaii, California, <laughs> Australia, New Zealand, where you at? I'm coming to see all my Maori people. A lot of my, a lot of my Usos, a lot of my Samoan family is in New Zealand, so we'll be happy to be there. Except the water's kind of cold in New Zealand. Oh Australia, gosh. where you at? Let's go to Australia first. That water's definitely a lot warmer. We gotta go there when it's their summer, not when it's their winter. I know. That's Arizona and Texas both have wave pools, so we could do. Oh wave! Oh, he's including wave, wave pools. Okay, people. so all right. <laughs> no, but seriously though, if you would like, uh, if you seriously would like to ha uh, have us come out there, um, contact us, and you know, obviously that's something we'd have to have some conversations about. But um, we are open to taking this little show on the road because, as Heidi mentioned before, and she's mentioned a lot on this podcast. This is information that, thanks to technology and thanks to the world we live in now, we don't have to keep this information a secret. We can share this information, spread this information, and if you want the A-plus, purest form of this information to increase your influence, optimize your influence with your loved ones and your family, then yes, come to a live workshop event. Those are the ones that are going to just blow your doors off. So you will be given, attendees will be given um, e event notes that will um, you'll be able to follow along with our presentation as David mentioned, this system kind of concept that's very linear, you'll be given notes that you'll be able to add um, your own thoughts to, so kind of a notebook. Um, we're going to be doing T-shirts. I'm excited about the T-shirts. And the one thing we didn't mention is after the Saturday group, everybody who attends the Saturday group, we're going to be having a Facebook support page, a private page for everyone who attends our yeah. event. So when you attend our event, basically you're going to be getting Heidi and myself, private Facebook page community. When I say private, specifically only people who have come to our events. And with that, people, parents of all different um, you know, situations are going to weigh in and ask questions. Other people are going to get feedback. So it's going to be a forum type of a Facebook uh, community where everybody can support one another, um, ask questions, Heidi and I can weigh in, and just keep the momentum of all the information you get from the event and keep that going into the future. So you'll have added uh, ongoing support afterwards. And I should say the seating is pretty limited. We're trying to keep it um, small enough that it, we have really good interaction and really good discussion. Um, and I will say, and I don't know how long this incentive will be out there but the first 10 people and i know we're kind of already down the road on signups um first 10 people who sign up are will be invited to attend uh, or come to dinner with david and i friday night after the workshop so if um if you get on it that might still be available so ladies, if you get your husbands to come with you, I can give them personal counseling in the back of the restaurant. I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, did you really say that to your wife? What the hell's wrong with you, man? I know, bro. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> That's the type of counseling I'll be giving to the guys out there. I'm like, what? Just pass out a card. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so 
Now, I'll be giving out of cards things to say, and then here's how long you pause in between each statement. <laughs> you don't want to be saying, you know, I love you, sweetheart. You're the best. Too fast. And you're, I love you. You're the best. You know, oh, you just gotta, so, it's the so inflections some, of the voice. So there's some pausing. Oh, yeah, I didn't know like, about there, that. There's, there's, there's levels to this, honey. There's <laughs> levels to making your wife always happy. Always a level. <laughs> yes. Um, also, too, I want to add in there um, with you being back um, from your uh, trip, uh, I, I'm just curious, what were some of the biggest biggest highs for you while you're there? Because usually when you come back from these trips, you have a lot of great opportunity to connect to your family, I mean, fans and friends, because a lot of your you know fans become friends throughout the years. So for you, what, what were some of the big highlights for you on the trip? And I, I, you know, we haven't even had a chance to talk since she got back because she's always trying to one-up her situation. So she had to go and get sick again when she came back. And she can't just come back and be jet-lagged and tired. She's got to be jet-lagged, sick, and tired. I know. I had, like, apparently I overdid it. Whatever. Oh, I'm getting old or something. I don't know. I, I can't talk about it. But I feel I'm feeling better. My high. Let's focus on that. Here's my high. And, um, you know, I hadn't really thought about this, but it really struck me. So first time that I went to Australia to teach, this was kind of a big deal. I was pretty young. Um, Colton was in kindergarten. So wow. I, I had a really overwhelming, like an interesting experience when I went. Um, but I was able to teach a really large group of women and it was awesome. It was my first international experience. And whenever I teach, if any of you've been to my classes, I always kind of share a little more than just scrapbooking. Um, so I'll kind of share an inspirational message that kind of ties into the project. And I usually put a lot of thought and, and emotion and feeling into those thoughts. And I had several women tell me that they were there at that 2004 event and that the things that I had said to them still had made a lasting impression on them. And many of them were, so I've been back to Australia several times, um, and always the same kind of thing. I, sh I share inspirational messages. I share stories from my family. And even though it's a long ways away, I feel very connected with these people. Um, they were obviously very concerned and sh shaken and sad when Corey passed away. It, it affected everybody. Um, and women were telling me, sharing with me the things that I have said that have influenced them the most and stuck with them and affected them. And most of the things I didn't remember saying. Like, I mean, I remember the basic gist and I kind of remember the projects. I remember the, the, the collections that I was promoting or I even sort of will remember like what fashion stage I was in so I remember like what I was wearing um it meant the world to me to hear how so many of these women had been influenced by what I had shared and uh man it felt good I appreciated that a lot um the low for the trip was um, missing a pretty key flight 
in order to get to the next city on our little tour. <laughs> and um, that low, I mean, it was it was a little frustrating. It cost us some new flights. It cost us a hotel stay. It cost, um, but my friend, one of my media team members, called in a bunch of favors. And the women, her friends, her network, her her people that stepped up at 6 o'clock in the morning, that came through, set up for us, had everything ready as we swooped in, like barely in time to get started, was stunning. It was amazing. And it was, it was Kim, my friend Kim Jeffress. She was pretty worried and upset about us missing these flights. Um, worried about letting me down. Worried about letting the 80 people that would be waiting for us the next morning down. But what happened was not one person was mad or put out. Every person stepped up to help, to make it more smooth, yeah. to make everything come together. It was awesome. So the low and me kind of feeling panicked or feeling like, how are we going to pull this off? Turned into this beautiful experience of people really supporting us. And it was awesome. So that was really good. Um, you know, scrapbooking makes me happy. And the stories that we document and tell are important. And when I look at these women's faces and tell them that their story, even though they don't love their story all the time and things go wrong, that their story matters. And that what we document about our children that they can't tell about themselves, it matters. And it fills my bucket to do that. So I had my bucket super full and then I flew home. <laughs> it all spilled. <laughs> it all spilled out over the ocean. Um, Chemtrails. That's what it was. <laughs> so now I, yeah, now I, um, I came home. I was going to hit the ground running. I have all these things that I wanted to do and I've had to, I've had to kind of dial it down, but it was a good trip. And so many, I, I don't, I'm not going to tell you that I was surprised because I look at the, because Brandon shares the demographic of our listeners. <laughs> but it was a thrill to know and hear how many of these people are listening to Light the Fight and how much it's blessing their lives. Absolute thrill. Well, it's blessing our lives um, to know that, uh, you know, every message that we get with someone says, this is helping, or I've shared this with friends, and this and that and the other, it's, it's blessing our lives because... You and I, the conversations that we've had, we, we made it very clear that we want to be able to be a part of this discussion of connecting people and helping people. We just needed to kind of know how to go about doing that. Right? It took us a couple of years to get to this point. So any of you who are listening to this podcast, and if you're inspired by our podcast, maybe to go start your own podcast or to start that blog or to, to write that autobiography or to get into scrapbooking to you know, capture all the memories, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and, and create that story, please do that. Because Heidi and I, we're sitting here with uh, a podcast that is listeners, and we enjoy what we're doing. But how this all came about was we had to figure out what was going to be our niche. What, how were we going to be able to f give value to our friends, to our communities? Our, our, biggest, our biggest surprise is that people in our own communities listen to this. 
Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, actually, my surprise, Heidi, shock and fear that everybody <laughs> listens to this. Right. The people that live in my neighborhood are listening to this. Because she's actually out in the community. People are like, where are you hiding? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I-, I live over somewhere between the two water parks. <laughs> like, wait, they're like 30 miles apart. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, if, if you're listening to this and you're inspired by something that we say, please see where that inspiration can go. Because while Heidi was gone, even though I'd shared my high was that event and the low was the series that happened after that event, I got to go be with a really great family that was fearful of losing their daughter and I was fearful of losing their daughter. And I got to speak to some of their family members who didn't understand the daughter situation. And the parents that thanked me, they said, you know, like, I'm so glad that our family was there and you were in the hospital waiting room and you could just kind of talk to them because a lot of times people try to wrap their heads around like why are teenagers struggling? Why are people, they're just spoiled and this and that. And yeah, maybe a lot of that's true. But um, talking to those people, that was a huge high for me. Um, talking to you guys, me and Heidi, we don't see your faces, but we feel like we're talking to you. That's a huge high for me. I had a huge low last week that I didn't even get to come and do the podcast. But I had, like I said earlier, I had to figure out, all right, maybe I need to take this week off. I need to do a hard stop because I started to feel my, my marbles starting to come unglued a little bit. And um, I just wanted to, to, to tell everybody out there, if it's a podcast, if it's a book, if it's a text, if it's a letter that you've been waiting to write, whatever you feel inclined and inspired to do, quickly press send, quickly compose that thing that you've been thinking about, start to work on that and just do that every single day or chip it away at it and see what's going to come about it. Because I can't believe that we have this podcast. Like it, it blows my mind sometimes. Like if you guys knew the, all the different twists and turns and all the things, the different names, this thing was going to be called. <laughs> I mean, it, just to let you guys know, like, we're like, all right, we're going to announce today that we have our, um, our, uh, our seminar, and our workshop up and running. Okay. Just like typical me and Heidi's fashion, all of a sudden PayPal doesn't work for our website, but it works for everybody else's <laughs> website. And all these little things, it's like every scratch in the head, like, wow, that never's a problem until you guys came around. Always so, that, so what we're saying is like, sometimes you're going to have these obstacles. Sometimes you're going to be thinking of all these things can be a sign that it wasn't meant to be. Or it could just maybe that like last rock that you're going to finally look around the corner and be like, oh, so this is why we kept on digging. This is why we kept on pushing through. And I just want to share that with you guys because last week I was like, man, why are we doing this? And then this week I'm like, ah, oh, I remember why we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it just takes one person in every circle. And one person at the PTA, one person in, in your church group, one person in your friend group. One person to change the conversation about this. Honestly, one person to stick up and say, actually, I think we can make a difference if we try this or that. Like, we don't have to dwell in all the worst part of it. We can dwell in the, sol- in the solutions part of it. And if you, as a listener, can be that one voice, slowly the ripple effect will just will be massive you know i was thinking when you said that like what is this thing like like you're saying um that we could be you know you could be a person that like could really do something could change all this but what is this and as you're thinking as you're saying that i thought about i'm like it's the way we see other people the way we talk to other people the way we see relationships as a whole obviously our technological advancements in the past 30 years 
has surpassed our social advancements in the past 30 years. Right, right. Social media just like catapulted us into the future and our archaic brains are still saying, wait, well, how does this work? Like, <laughs> we have no idea if this is good, if this is bad. This could be one of those. It's like, this is an, I don't know. Like I have this many followers on social media. That's a, who the heck knows? That could be <laughs> right. the best thing for me or it could be a part-time job. Just trying to respond to everybody. Point is right now where we're at is we're trying to change the conversation of the way you look at every single relationship. If there's someone in your family has mental health issues, we want to help you have a different conversation and see mental health differently. If for you, it's not a mental health issue. Maybe it's just a purely, you don't get along with your kid, right? And maybe that's driving you crazy, but they don't have a significant mental health issue. You don't have a mental health issue. You just have a, you don't get along and you guys don't really cooperate and want to work or don't work well together. That in and of itself, we want to help you change the way you see every single important relationship, give you better information or more new updated information is probably a better way to say it. So that when you come to every relationship, you're equipped with all the tools to create a solution instead of equipped with all the tools to identify all the problems. Right. Right. And I, and I think, I think slowly, I think we're doing it. You're the slow part. Everybody else is picking up really fast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How do you Do you come... notice I didn't say, I hope? You didn't say fist bump. I said, I think we are. I, I so... think we are. You're starting to buy in. I am buying in. So... How many episodes has it been now? And then she's starting to buy in? Well, you guys, this is a big day. Yeah, we better wrap it up yeah. quick. Dear Diary, Heidi's starting to consider <laughs> trusting that this information is good. <laughs> well, right. we'll let you guys go. Um, as you guys can tell today, it was just a, hey, how you doing? Checking in on... Heidi and David, um, giving you our highs and our lows. Um, we'll be back uh, next week with a whole lot more of uh, deep topics to get into. And as we mentioned before, please go check out, how, tell them how they can find out to register for the event and how they can also find us to send us questions as well. Okay, check out our new website, our baby website. It's got, it's got a lot of growth planned. Um, Lightthefight.com. There you can listen. You can submit a DM. Um, and you can register for the event, and you can find out about our upcoming events and where we're going to be. So we're going to keep updating that, so keep an eye on that. You can also find us on Instagram. That's a great place to interact with us, at Light the Fight. You can DM us there. Um, you can also leave comments. We monitor it pretty closely, so we know if somebody's said something, and we can respond pretty easily. Also on Facebook. That's a great place for you to share, too. Um, we would love it if you share our posts and help to get the word out. Turns out um, having reviews and what's the other word? It's, it's, you can leave a review or you comments. can also, yeah, yeah, comments and reviews yeah. in the podcast at iTunes. Um, that, what did you say? Ratings. Ratings, yeah. Apparently that's a big deal in the podcasting <laughs> world. Um, so if you like it, if you if you wouldn't mind, great. If not, just keep listening. Wait, and don't listen to him. Give us the good ratings. Okay. <laughs> yeah, listen to Heidi. <laughs> no, listen to would... me when it comes to the parenting stuff. Listen to her when it comes to the... <laughs> no, we would love it. Apparently, it pushes it. It helps more people see it. Yeah, more people true. get to know um, the podcast. And like I said earlier, even if nobody ever comes to one of our live events, the fact that we can deliver this content... Um, to you is amazingly awesome. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. This is information that 
I just wish that I would have had, um, not just three years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. It's never too early to really learn how to build, evolve, strengthen your relationships. So, um, yeah, so check out our site. And if by some chance you did try to register and there was a glitch, um, please refresh and go back and try it within the next 24 hours. Um, like I said, there's just some problems with us and PayPal and no other website in the world for some reason. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yep. Anyway, all right. Well, so I think that that's it for tonight. And um, keep listening, keep sharing, and keep lighting the fire. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.